Welcome back. Uh, this will be the third and I think for now final installment in the Miro series, podcast series. <laughs> um, so, so far we've covered, well, Lisa covered and uh, I asked her questions about uh, John Miro and um, why he was popular, what made his style so popular in episode one and episode two. Uh, Lisa shared about his personal life and what brought him to Paris and what uh, his personality was like. And so you you sort of mentioned um, in all three, or I guess the first two episodes, that your grandfather was friends with him. Um, but is that is that how the connection started with Miro in Japan? Actually, it's not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this episode, I would like to talk about Miro and Japan, which seems to be really far. Mm -hmm. But like for for Katana, this Miro, like Japan, is the place that he dreamed of. So overall, he is really Japanese. Japanese the word like who loves Japanese culture sometimes it's like people call like Japanese something like that and Japanese in young age when his visit to Tokyo in 1966 as his first visit in Japan he said oh over the 50 years I've dreamed of coming to Japan really and at, at that at that time Miro was 60s or 70s or something which means since his 20s he's really eager to come to japan and have connection with japan what what was it about japan that interested him so much regarding the art art perspective he's interested in the like ukiyo-e and also calligraphy mm-hmm culture which is so much different from like European culture yeah so it's seen the in the portrait of E.C. Ricardo who is Mira's friend and it's this portrait is um, drawn in 1970 so it's really at the beginning of his career and in that work Japanese ukiyo is written as a background Oh, okay. So it means Ishi Ricardo has a has a ukiyoe, but it, it I don't know if his room or like where he draws Ishi Ricardo, but still it means in in mirrors or Ishi Ricardo's room or something that they have ukiyoe. <laughs> so maybe they're interested in those. Yeah, like the the very kind of classic style of the woodblock prints and everything. You know, Goh and other like impressionists have been influenced by Ukiyo Jap Japanism. So maybe that's one of the reasons why he's mm -hmm. interested in those times. And Japanese calligraphy is pretty much different. Like he's more into it after he's latter stage but um sometimes he his style is 
you know, as I said, his style changed like rapidly, but still he tries to his style of like um bird and woman is sometimes written by line and those like line of objective like shape is not linked i don't say it's linked but bit influenced by like japanese calligraphy or i mean i mean chinese calligraphy or kanji or something like that because it's you know for people who don't know kanji maybe the um, shape itself is very really unique. So he, yeah. as I said, he nature his image into himself. So like he installs some um, um, Japanese calligraphy or Chinese calligraphy. Yeah, I can see that. Um, like the the kanji are. It, it I think the way that uh, people who who don't natively speak. A language they would use kanji certainly start learning it by like looking at it and thinking this looks like a picture of this kind of thing and this looks like mm -hmm. a picture of this kind of thing so it is it looks very artistic <laughs> from from like the outside i don't have that objective because i'm you know i'm japanese so i'm used to you know chinese character and everything but yeah, but I could see that. Yeah. So, so in his atelier, there are like Japanese handicraft or books about Japanese art. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, as I said, Miro mentioned several times about Japanese culture and art. And for example, not only, I mean, it doesn't mean not only culture. It's artistic way, but also like Japanese way of thinking, like um, put importance on harmony or like full of nature or those kind of things. He because he is raised or influenced by Catalan, like Montreux area as well. So he's he seems maybe sympathy between like Japanese like nature side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I, I mm -hmm. can see that connection then, especially, I wonder if that influenced his poetry some too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is there like a poetry connection or did he mention like being inspired poetically? Poetically, there are no materials like evidence of that. But interestingly, like regarding the poet, I would like to introduce that the first book in the world regarding Miro has been published in Japan. Oh, really? For the first time globally in Japan by Japanese poet Shuzo Takiguchi. Huh. Isn't it interesting? So he, <laughs> he, he's he, um, Shuzo Takiguchi is really interested in, he, he is well-known poet and he is maybe interestingly um, interested in like Miro's style like that combined between um, poet and artwork. Mm -hmm. So it might be the one the reason why he picked up him and introduced him globally in 1940. He doesn't, he doesn't even know him personally. He oh. just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so you how, know? 
you know that sometimes people write books like based on the interview or maybe to introduce his friends, especially in this kind of art world. But he even doesn't know him and come talk to him. But That's he worth it. Yeah. How how then did um, I mean did Miro know about this book or you know at that time in it this published in in Japan and also in Japanese so and at the time he, Miro lives in Paris so there they he can't be know his book in, in is published especially in that era we they don't have internet or mail <laughs> right yeah. But apparently, one of his mom Mira's friend, who is, is it said in English, voyage to sales? Yeah, yeah, like took a boat trip there. Yeah, boat trip, like as a sailor. Or I don't know what his occupation is, but Mira's friends, who who sailed to Tokyo, and apparently he got the book in Japan, in Tokyo, huh. and he returned. To, he. Um, gave him present, Mira's present, and <laughs> said that's why he knows <laughs> his book was um, published all the way in in Japan, and he is really moved by this. So, so he knows. Oh, I mean, he's really interested in Japan, but he is really moved by he himself introduced to in the Japanese culture. Oh, I mean Japan. Mm-hmm. Did that inspire Miro to then travel there? No, actually. He he repeatedly said in he in 1940s or 1950s when he's like 40s or 50s he he really wants to go to Japan. Mm-hmm. But at that time he became famous so he's maybe might be busy for working, uh... you know, expositions things. So so that time the first time he went to um, Japan was 1966. So at the age of he almost 70. And at the time was my grandfather with Miro all the time. Oh, really? So yep. um, I guess maybe I'd like to hear about that. When When did your grandfather meet Miro? And when did they, I guess, start kind of working together? So as I said, um, my grandfather is um, named Toshio Matsubara, and he is a Japanese journalist and art later on art critic. And he was based in Paris for eleven years in six, 1960s. So first he worked as a reporter for the foreign correspondence department newspaper. So he's not like you know art profess professional or something like that, but he is based. He is journalist. He's based in Paris, but then you know, as he was based in Paris and he's capable in in French, his co-workers in Japan asked him to you know um, for planning and preparing art exhibition. In that in that era, or maybe it's maybe um, special case in Japan, but like media companies have sp- supported a lot for art exhibitions. So, and, you know, that French is, at the time, Paris is the kind of center of art. So he, the newspaper company wants to exhibit some art 
exposition. So the co-workers, his co-workers ask him to negotiate or translation and etc. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he worked as a like kind of negotiator and as a correspondent of the media side, like newspaper side. So organization side. So that's why he met Mira because they are, the Tokyo headquarters planning to have uh, Mira's first um, solo exhibition, like big one, because he's, he got famous internationally. Mm -hmm. So is it, I mean, I'm assuming then your grandfather was like pretty much the person who then introduced him because he was able to I don't know. I guess Miro had an interest in Japan, but um, your grandfather was kind of the person to really make it happen, right? Yes, exactly. Of course, not only him and his boss and um, other people, but mm -hmm. he's the one who who communicated him directly and also his um, Miro's gallist. Do you remember... Um, when I spoke about Fondation Met yeah. in southern France. So so Met is the gallist in France. So he negotiated with Met as well to to make it happen. So he said he met in Mira in May nineteen sixty four. So it's two years before the expo exhibition makes come true. And since then, he uh, negotiated with him, and yeah. So first visit was 1966, and at the time, there are two big exposition in um, Tokyo and Kyoto, the International Museum. And also in 1971, there is a second Japan visit for Miro and to make a big... Um, ceramic walls for Osaka Expo and he supported that as well. What kind of works were shown there? Was it like from his whole career, I guess, or was it just the work like from the 60s? I think it's uh in 1966 one is for it's for grand exposition, so okay. it's almost all of the works. In 1966, there is exposition, ex, grand exposition, but before the four years before in 19, 1962, so in National Museum Western Art, um, there is exhibition of mirror, but it's only the calligraphy or print works were exhibited. Whereas in 1966, one there are you know original oil paintings or other new works as well. Mm -hmm. um, exhibited so there are kind of momentum in japan that mirror got um have many fans and connected in that epoch uh how long was his stay like with your grandfather did was he there for like a few months or two two or three weeks oh that's it according to um kenji matsuda like the professor of he of like um spanish art and his, his research is, is more mainly Picasso and Miro. And at the time, the, at, for the exhibition of Miro and Japan, which is held in now in Tokyo, mm -hmm. he 
wrote about he he wrote about like what Miro did during the stay in Japan, and he said apparently like two or three weeks only. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read about like what he did in Japan while he was there? Of course, there is like there is he attended ceremony, etc. Mm. But other than that, he went to sometimes sumo or you know um, or went to some museums that are. Uh, Oh, I forgot to mention about Minge one, like Japanese folk art. Mm. So he's really interested in Japanese folk art too. So, and the, the Japanese folk art movement was into Catalonia in 1940s. So Miro was really interested in uh, Minge folk art as well. So he went during his stay, he went to like Minge museums which is like not many people <laughs> go and, and like pick up for to go, but Miro definitely wanted to go to those museums. So he picked up the museum. Mm-hmm. I also watched the sumo, kabuki, those kind of traditional one. And also he, so the, the, the trip was not only Miro's family, but also met Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Met, the gallist, mm. and also Altigas, Mr. Altigas, the um, ceramist, was also there. So they went together to the ceramic place in Nagano, where how the Japanese original ceramics was made or something like that. So he picked up kind of like artistic place that he was interested in. Yeah, because I I know um, for me personally, I really enjoy walking around in Tokyo. So I was wondering if he Mm. tried to like absorb the like daily life or if he focused on the artistic side. And it sounds like he maybe he probably he probably also walked around people who like to walk yeah walk (laughs) um but yeah it sounds like he really focused on absorbing the artistic um influences Mm. and this is a very trivial one but like in that um his exposition is exhibit in i don't know how to say in english like kokuritsu kindai bijutsukan which is like modern museum or something and that is the cent that is located in center of tokyo near imperial house so you know at there so many um nature or very japanese atmosphere you know yeah so maybe, yeah i assume he really enjoys about walking the imperial palace i have some like my my grandpa took some photos of Miro when in his visit to have those imperial with imperial palace <laughs> so <laughs> yeah everyone Maybe. who visits tokyo needs <laughs> needs that picture <laughs> like by the gate i feel really miro as a person really close thanks to my grandfather so he repeatedly uh, writes some reports of how Miro's personality is. Of course, he describes his uh, Miro's like artistic point of view as well. 
but he sometimes tells us the story. I mean, not tell by person, but tell by like、uh, letters or or in the magazine. He he wrote the article about his personality and his way of viewing, and I think that's kind of unique. And after after Mira and my grandfather passed away, we can still read and. Imagine based on those like article or what they have、uh, written.、Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is good. So and it's kind of linked into what the art scene wants to aim. So you know, sometimes it's pretty hard to capture The era, or capture the artistic artist life, or artist point of view, or what they are thinking, but by recording or by writing or by sharing the stories, like we want to convey those message or like or see the artist. I think by sharing those stories or by keeping it. Memories, we can feel them really close. So,、mm-hmm. it, it sounds like your grandfather's writing of Miro was able to express Miro in the way that he wanted to be expressed, which we're hoping to try and do with the art scene of allowing yeah, the yeah, artist、exactly. to describe, yeah, themselves. So that is that is a nice tie-in. I totally believe artists. Of course, artists can express. Their thoughts or their views as well, but there can be intermediary like us or like other people to to have a different kind of view、mm-hmm. or to to provide them different kind of view as well, and also to yeah, so interact each other. So I as As my parent, as my grandfather said about Miro, he he views he sees the different point of view. He sees that when he's guided in by he's guided in the beautiful garden, he just sees the trash can in the bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> It could be the same. Like that, we can provide some like new perspective, and yeah. That's kind of thing that I want to do, and that's how our team wants to do. Yeah. Do you have a... any comments? <laughs> no, I think that's that kind of yeah wraps it up nicely.、Um, through like learning about this artist, we're able to feel like we're actually doing something too. <laughs> yeah. And actually, it's my first time to really devote into one person's life or one、mm-hmm. artist's life. Well, this time it's my first time to devote into like researching and introducing one artist, and it's really nice. Yeah, you know, it's like for to tell the artist or any other people person's life, it's pretty hard to you know describe in those like one hour or or like episode. But still, it's still it's interesting to know the people's life, and also we can learn from them or their history. 
So I want to keep up maybe sometimes for this kind of artist, like introducing artist life. Of course, not only the artistic point of view, which is maybe some already some art historians or art museums guys can do, but also、mm-hmm. introducing more personal side of view and our way of viewing. Yeah, viewing their, their work and stuff.、Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. I appreciate thank you very you, much. Yeah, wanting to share this story. Thank you as well. So,、um, I think that concludes our Miro series for now. Any parting thoughts? Actually, I haven't visited yet for Miro and Japan exhibition in Japan,、mm-hmm. but I will definitely go in April or May. So, I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So maybe that that will be might change my、uh, perspective as well. And if you are in Japan, I, I, British, I highly recommend to go to Miro's <laughs> exhibition. Yeah, you'll have to let us know what it was like. Yep. I definitely share the pictures. Oh, no. It's forbidden to take pictures, by the、oh. way. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I, I guess share some thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> You'll paint、okay. a picture with your words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Bye. 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 See you soon. Bye.